We have an awesome show for you guys today. The greatest defender of all time. Good news for the sport. Welcome to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. And we are here in episode 15, season four, Rick. And as we talked a little bit about last episode, we are so close, like within maybe five months of having 100 episodes. Yeah, I know. It's going to be exciting. December, the second show in December will be our 100th episode. So, so we're going to have an epic celebration. So I'm, I'm thinking that show, and this is flexible, but I'm thinking we need to have it sort of live recorded. I think so too. At the party, like before the party really gets kicking. Right. Um, I love boom, that idea. Do it in front of a studio audience, a live audience, whoever wants to show up for that. We'll do oh, it here on the cool. farm. Sorry. I like it. I like all that. Yeah, That's we'll do it super. here on the farm and then we'll have some kicking music. We'll do it in the covered arena so we're safe on weather and have an awesome time. So I'm not saying that everybody should get on a plane and fly to Ocala for this party, but everybody but should get on a plane should. and fly maybe to Ocala for this party because it is going to be a rager. It's going to be fun. And by the way, um, John, I just want to reach out and say we all are thinking about Jen and hoping she's doing well. I know she had a little scare with a, a little kick in the head, and I'm hoping you're holding her down from doing a bunch of work. Yeah, she's doing great. Thank you. Um, I can't hold her down for doing a bunch of work. She has been up the last two mornings feeding horses. Um, she will lead in one or two of the really quiet ones, but that's the only touching of horses she'll do. And um, she's honestly, yeah. she's doing incredibly well. Well, that's good. You know, um, we are all been worried about her and I got texts from her the other day about invoices and I was like, I'm not going to reply. I'm not going to engage her. <laughs> Thank you. The number but of texts that I the number of texts that I get on a daily basis of Jen's on Facebook. Jen texted me. I'm like, I mean, what you guys can do? try to control her, but it's tough. Well, she, back in the days of the flip phone that she didn't want to ever give up. We should have yeah. made her keep it, I guess. But our thoughts are with her. I know she's doing good. I know y'all were able to get to the Grand Prix last night. So that's good that she got out and got some. Yeah, care. yeah. No, we're we it was very scary, but she's doing better than I ever could have expected. So great. From, well, from where I saw her standing out in the field, um, hunched over, not knowing how that was going to go to today is a pretty remarkable trip. So anyway. that is terrific. I know we, we have some great um, guests coming up, Andrew McConnell and um, Grace Taylor. Um, John, there's a lot of stuff that we haven't heard about yet in the United States. And that is who our Pan Am shortlist is going to be. Have you thought about that any? Um, I mean, very little. Like I sort of have just kind of been watching everybody. I would assume Andrew, in my opinion, would have a pretty good shot. Um, I really, I don't know that I've, I haven't done enough research to go through and sort of pick my team. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for the Pan Ams, it's a tricky one, right? Because there's probably a lot of, at the three-star level, it starts getting a little bit tricky as to which horses would you take. I think typically they're going to try to take probably young superstar four-star horses. So like a horse like Andrews um, from Rebecca or um, well, maybe not though, because that one isn't quite good enough on the flat. So it could be the yeah, one. It's, yeah, I, I hear you on that one. Um, um, it's going to be interesting. Looks like you've got a spot. So the short list, I think they come up with, I'm not quite sure on the short list, but I think they must come up with at least seven. 
um, to narrow down the team. So it would be interesting to see, see who's on it and what they do to plan it all out. So I'm interested in that. I know Bromont um, had their Nations Cup canceled, um, and that was supposed to be happening this coming, I think now, actually. Yeah. Um, so that was unfortunate because not enough countries got entered at that. Um, I think we have another Nations Cup coming up at Bocolo. So that's the, the Bocolo long uh, four-star yeah, that, long. That's always the final. Yep. Right. So a lot of things in the works. Um, any any inside scoop that you've got to let everybody know out there? No, I just think one of the other things we really want to talk about and acknowledge that's coming up really soon is the European Championships. Yeah. Uh, like that's real that's soon. That's big. Right, isn't it? That's coming up soon. Yeah, uh, I can get the date probably, but um, I did like I was just on Eventing Nation earlier today and they did a great job sort of listing out all of the teams and all the riders. And um, I will say, as I talked to you a little bit about already today, just to give a little sneak preview for everybody watching, I'm already actively pursuing several of the riders that are going to be at the European Championships so that hopefully we can get some great guests on the next show. Um, cause I think it's one week, maybe two weeks away to the Europeans and then, um, and then we'll be back on and we should be able to get somebody. That's cool. I can't wait. Um, you always, you're such a, you know, Joel, myself and you have such great dynamics because we all do different things for the show that really works out. I, I just want to commend you for your ability to get really good guests. Thank you so much. Well, I have a secret weapon. What's that? And I told him that I would mention it. Mike Winter. And his daughter Amelia Winter are basically my European booking people. <laughs> That's great. I send them a WhatsApp and I say, "Who can you guys get me? I need somebody." And boom, they come up with names and they get me people, and they're awesome. So, so Mike, and thank you very much. For yeah, Mike and mentors. Amelia, thank you. And you Amelia, awesome. I keep on seeing Amelia's post too. She has some really nice horses going right now. Yep. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so. Great. So. Europeans are coming up. That's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, yeah, you've got is... to imagine like looking at that, that, I mean, I would think Great Britain, I mean, if I was going to pick a country to win it, they would have to be the ones. I mean, their their team list here, it's got Ross Canner, Laura Collette, Yasmin Ingham, Tom Jackson, Kitty King, and Tom McEwen. Like wow. whoever they actually end up sending down center line, right? that's pretty remarkable. Um, so I think it'd be easy to put your money on those guys. Well, that is big. Um, we have been doing some World Equestrian Center show jump stuff here. So yeah, you guys Briggs have been there a bunch, huh? How's that been going? Yeah, really good. Briggs has been in the meter twenty in the Grand Ring and did has been doing super on the Little Mare and the Black Horse, and actually was fifth in the meter twenty out of eighties or a big number with the Black Horse in the speed rounds. Um, so yeah, they were super. Uh, Great preparation. Elisa went and rode her horses there. Um, I'm a, I'm letting Briggs test the waters with Ingomar. I'm kind yeah, of excited like that's been going about. Pretty well. Yeah, they had a really good meter ten. They finished second out of a large field in the meter ten. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Um, I decided that for me, uh, everything that was going on for my horse Ingomar and us to get to, I can't get to. So I'm like in the dressage because he's pre Saint George fourth level, and I was like. I would like to see him try a vent again. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let Scrappy Briggs ride. Perfect. Perfect. He'll be in his saddle from 1984. He'll have a special, <laughs> a special bridle setup for him that the horse is going to love. You should love. see the people when he walks out of the ring with these little 
pieces of leather. Uh-huh. And but I'm telling you, these horses are jumping the best they've ever jumped in their career. The black horse is jumping around. I mean, I, it's amazing. So is the little mare. It where they might have two or three rails, they're having one. Is he still mate. going? Is he does he go cross country in a jockey saddle? I know Bobby Meyerhoff did. did Briggs not in a that? jockey saddle, jockey boots. Jockey boots, but not with a heel. With a heel, we place the heel on it, make it yeah, FEI yeah. legal. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just always think it's interesting. He always comes up with something new. Always, but it's yeah. and, and he has a philosophy for it. There's the, there's a lot of philosophy, and Briggs has gotten into uh, physio as well. Dougie Hannum has passed on his um, his magic into Briggs's hands, and Br- Briggs has gotten really really good at physio work on the horses. So it's yeah, really I've seen good. some of that as well. It looks pretty like he's pretty well. He's He's a thoughtful guy, so he would be good yeah. at that sort of thing. Exactly. Um, the other thing we need to make sure, as always, guys, if you can, please, please, please give us a review on your podcast players. If you could subscribe to us on YouTube, we are almost at 6,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is a big number. That um, is big. So comment on that. The more you guys comment on the YouTube stuff, the higher it puts the show in the algorithm to push it out to more and more people so we can keep growing the show and keeping our sponsors happy so we can keep bringing you amazing guests like we have today in Andrew McConnon and Grace Taylor. Um, So please, if you guys can support the show by doing that for us and subscribing and liking everything, we'd truly appreciate it. And with that said, Rick, I think we should probably take a break. And then come back for our amazing Equibrew segment. All right. And catch up with Andrew McConnell. Sounds like a plan. Thanks. Want to advertise on the John and Rick Show? Contact John at 352-875-8622. Or call Rick at 850-879-2649. For a horse owner on the road, your trailer is essential. No one enjoys being stuck on the road. At Horse Trailer Pros, we repair, renovate, and maintain all makes and models of horse trailers. We work directly with your insurance company or manufacturer for warranty repairs and insurance claims. Our state-of-the-art facility provides quick turnaround and friendly customer service. Considering a living quarter conversion, we do those too. Find comfort on the road with Horse Trailer Pros. Call or text 352-804-2131. Horsetrailerpros.com. Hey, it's John here. I just want to let you guys know I got back from schooling at Magnolia Sands Farm here in Ocala, Florida. Your cross-country field is perfectly suited for a first outing on a young horse or schooling your upper-level horse. Magnolia Sands offers over 110 jumps ranging from starter to intermediate, plus multiple banks, ditches, and waters. They're constantly updating their courses and have even added new ditches and a starter ditch wall. Conveniently located in Northeast Ocala, Magnolia Sands has made it easy for riders and trainers with online waivers, Venmo, and PayPal, and even offer a golf cart for guests. MagnoliaSandsFarm.com Equibrew, now available in the USA. It's a live probiotic that you feed daily to your horses. The live microbes go into your horse's gut and cleans up the gut wall, creating a healthy gut system. Equibrew is an essential part of my feeding program. My horses love to eat it, and it does a really good job of promoting gut health and also good behavior and great performances. It's something I recommend for all of your horses, no matter what they do in their careers. 
It's so affordable, I can use it on all of my horses in the barn, not just my top horses. Order Equibrew today by going to BrickfieldNutrition.com or calling 850-879-2649. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are in our Equibrew segment, John, a great live probiotic that I know you benefit from, all of my horses do. Everybody out there, look at the bottom of the screen. It's the only live probiotic in the United States. It's working wonders on gut health for horses. We are joined now with Andrew McConnell, who is fresh off a big win at Rebecca Farm. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Certainly. Um, so you've been traveling a lot. I was thinking about it just probably about a couple hours ago. I was watching a movie and I was going... Andrew was just in Europe, and then he was all the way in Montana. So tell us, I mean, how was your trip out there? How did it go? I know you had a big win in the foreshort with your great mare. Yeah, Wakita 54. is we call, you, it, we call it Kiki. I love that. Kiki. <laughs> so how was the trip out? I mean, you were in Europe. You got back. You have a lot of organization. So what? just take us through the Montana trip. Yeah, Montana was great. It's um, something that I've always wanted to do is make it out to Rebecca Farm. I've heard great things about it. Um, but this year, logistically, it was going to be a little bit harder to go from Europe all the way um, to Rebecca Farm. But we we kept the horses going. Um, good team at home that helped me, which was really important. Um, but yeah, we've been on the road a lot this year, like you've been saying. I counted up and it's been 60 days so far this year that I've been like in a hotel away from home, which is not usual for me at all. Um, I do like being at home, but this year has been great going out and competing. And um, yeah, Rebecca Farm is something that everyone has to go to at least once. And I hope to go back. Yeah, we're hoping to do that too. John, um, John's been to Rebecca Farm several times. Briggs and I have not, but we've got to get there. Um, just to mention, you are on the USEF de Developmental group is that correct because there's there's several different ones right um but you're on the de developmental group correct it's hard to say can you say it john developmental group it's not that yeah, hard sounds word <laughs> weird go ahead you're on that list right yes that's right and um that's something that leslie law is is in charge of and something that we've been lucky enough to be on for the last couple of years um but it's incredible Incredible opportunity. Um, it's something that obviously wanted to be on a list for a long time, but it's more it's more than being on the list. It's really important to get the help and have the support from the people in the USEF and Leslie Law and Christina Vaughn and and others that really help us out. So it's um it's been a big boost, honestly, to myself and my program and having a, another set of ears to be able to speak to and, and bounce ideas off of and also get help at, help at competitions has been really important. Yeah, that's great. John, you have some questions? Yeah, um, I just want to focus a little bit on Poland because that was the first thing that sort of happened to you. Um, you so you make this big trip, um, head over there for the Nations Cup. Now, was that your first, you've been on another Nations Cup, correct? Yeah, that's right. We went up to um, Bromont and did the Nations Cup at Bromont, which was about a year ago, almost exactly right. a year ago. And you guys got the gold medal there in Bromont, right? Yeah, that's um, right. So that's pretty good performance. Well done. <laughs> um, 
So just take us through, I was looking on um, all the social media and following you guys, and I had to sort of chuckle because there was a photo that I think Leslie put on Facebook of you guys getting on like a commercial airliner, walking like across the tarmac and the way that the airliner was sort of color painted um, and then the staircase up and it looked like something out of like 1950s going up (laughs) into this airplane to fly into Poland right next to like a war zone. So what was just the trip like? Forget about the horse show at this point, but just like getting there had to be an experience, I would think. Well, I mean, that's what I thought too. I thought it was going to be really kind of different and and I was not sure how it would be with the war, to be honest. Um, but it was all really normal. Um, yeah, that I do know what photo you're talking about and it, it is funny getting on, up the stairs and to that, but um, I waited for like JFK to come walking out. <laughs> yeah, the people the people in Poland are incredible. Um, luckily with Christina Vaughn, who organized everything, the, the trip was really seamless. Um, we had flights everywhere. We were able to, all able to sit pretty much near each other. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty easy that way. I wish there was a little bit more complicated, but no, it was actually pretty easy. <laughs> well, that's good. And so what was the... What was the venue like? I know it's sort of, uh, I was talking to some some people from Europe that compete there often and they said it's, you know, it's a venue that they use all the time and that it's just a very busy, almost sounded like almost maybe a bit commercial type of, uh, of venue. So with that in mind, did it feel like you were at a special horse show or did it feel like you were just at another sort of uh, commercial eventing facility or horse show facility that we go to often over here? Yeah, I mean, we're pretty lucky over here how we have so many big competitions, right? We have, you know, all, all up and down the East Coast and and all over. So it, it's a great competition. It's pretty small. The What I was most impressed, w- impressed with was the stabling is like really close to the warm-up rings, which is really close to the show rings. And the cross country is not very big. You've probably seen they go back and forth, back and forth. Um, so it's a pretty small area, but they do a really good job. Um, but yeah, it is something that they have all the time. And this last weekend I heard it got canceled due to, um, due to rain. So, um, we're really lucky we didn't go all the way over there and have that happen to us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so the, the trip over there was pretty seamless. Um, y'all ended up with the silver, which was great. You got some great experience over there as well. Um, run us through right now. I know we talked about Rebecca farm, John. I kind of want to know why we haven't done the shortlist yet. I know everybody else has. I think we have the show jumping shortlist and the dressage shortlist for the Pan Ams. Um, do we know why we haven't gotten one out there yet? Do you have some insight, Andrew? I think the list is, or at least the shortlist is going to come out pretty soon. Um, but Wait, do you know something that we should know? No. <laughs> no. You can no, tell us. We won't, we won't tell anyone. It's no. just between the three of us. No. no, I definitely don't know anything. Damn it. <laughs> I wish I did, but I don't. <clears throat> okay. So, so the list should be out soon. And as I understand it, and this is just me gathering information that I do, I do recon. Um, uh, Elisa took herself off the short, uh, off the list to be considered, but I still listen. I ran into Jacob Fletcher. So the vetting for the short list is going to be at Great Meta or up in Virginia. Is that correct? Do you know that? What's they do imagine, the short list? I would imagine it would be at, um, is it VEI that they all go to? Yeah, uh, somewhere like, yeah. Yeah. Correct. Usually. 
All right. So you're you're anticipating. I mean, you put in some good results there. It looks like you should be on the short list. I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> I would love I vote to. for you. We were talking politics before this, and I think you would be excellent to be in charge, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I, I I would love to go. I don't know that it's in the cards this year. Um, but to be honest, I think uh, I don't think that it's going to happen. But um, did put in an application. I think it's really important for, for younger and up and coming riders to put in applications for any grants, any, any opportunities like that. You never know, uh, what's going to happen for my first nation's cup in Bromont. I was pretty far down on the wait list or on the, I think I was third and then moved up pretty quickly, ended up going and having a really good, um, good result. And so that was, that was telling that no matter what you should really put in an application because you never know people have, um, you know, changes of plans and different things. Pan Ams are pretty important. So people will leave their calendar wide open, but you, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I think we're a bit off of it this year. Um, there's a good group of horses that have been performing really well in all three phases. And um, I hope that they send some, some younger, younger riders or more developing riders um, with some good quality horses, which I think the U.S. is doing amazing right now. And there's, there's plenty of those to go around. Well said. Well said. Um, so let's go back a little bit. Hey, John, what are you doing? I'm converting kilometers to miles. <laughs> You'll know He's why. He's looking minute. down. I'm like, why are you looking down? I'm, I'm, doing? I'm doing show prep. So, the camera wasn't so, on me, Rick, so it didn't matter. You weren't supposed to call me out on that. I'm trying to sorry. focus. I'm doing a couple things here so I can put on a good performance for everybody, make Andrew look good. That's good. That's good. So Andrew, we did talk about Kiki, but you have another good horse um, underneath you that you're, you're riding. Which one's that? So the, the fairies cello is the horse that I took over to, um, to Poland. Okay. And then the Wakita 54 horse is the one that um, I took to Bromont. So they're the, my main two at the level. It's the first time that I've had two at the advanced level before. So it's really good experience for me to be able to um, run around these courses and and also part of the reason of going to Rebecca Farm, to be honest, was making sure that I could be away from home, ha have the trust that the team at home could keep the horses going and have that experience of getting back, packing again, going to a new place and and being able to perform. So it's, you know, it's riding, as we know, is a really a lot of a mental game. Um, and it's just that practice of you don't have to be on your horse all the time. You have to trust that your program and that your preparation um, is going to carry you through those weekends and you have to trust the people that are working with you and for you. Um, and yeah, and really put that, put that effort into play. Well said. So Andrew, so, you just got a lot of good things to say. Good, good job for your team. <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome team. Um, what we're going to do, Andrew, uh, we're going to take a brief break here, check in with some of our sponsors while we do that. Um, I want you to, go rack up the pool table and we're going to do show us some trick shots during the break here. There and, you go. Um, then when we come back, I want to talk about this trip even a little bit more because it was a long way and I have it in miles from Poland to Kalispell. It was a big trip. So let's wow. hang tight. And when we come yep. back, I'm going to tell everybody how far you actually traveled. Perfect. Well, thanks Equibrew for sponsoring this segment and www.brickfieldnutrition.com. Order your Equibrew today. Equibrew, now available in the USA. It's a live probiotic that you feed daily to your horses. 
the live microbes go into your horse's gut and cleans up the gut wall, creating a healthy gut system. Acrobrew is an essential part of my feeding program. My horses love to eat it and it does a really good job of promoting gut health and also good behavior and great performances. It's something I recommend for all of your horses no matter what they do in their careers. It's so affordable I can use it on all of my horses in the barn, not just my top horses. Order Equibu today by going to BrickfieldNutrition.com or calling 850-879-2649. Grant Showalter has over 15 years of equine bodywork and saddle fitting experience. His technique allows him to identify and alleviate tightness in muscles. He uses trigger point massage to release points of restriction. Grant has over a decade of experience fitting and adjusting a wide variety of saddles. His expertise in equine physiology coupled with a thorough understanding of the importance of a properly fitted saddle allows him to quickly identify and correct any balance issues. Grant can also adjust your saddle on site. Grant works on all of my competition horses and I have noticed a significant improvement in their performance at competitions and their overall way of going. Grant's based in Ocala, Florida year-round, but regularly travels to the surrounding areas. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 484-639-4454. Hi, my name's Leslie Law, and we are a proud supporter of Jump for Joy. We've been using their portable cross-country jumps now for about 10 to 15 years. We love these jumps because, as you can see, they're very easy to move. It would only take another person on the other side and I could place this fence wherever I wanted to very easily. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are still here with Andrew McConnon. Uh, Andrew, thank you for sticking around and those were some impressive trick shots on the pool table. So if anybody runs into Andrew at a bar, don't bet him on pool he's a shark yeah that's how he got that's that's how he got to poland you better watch out <laughs> um so as rick called me out in the last segment what i was trying to do is figure out how far it was from what is it stregham yep oh, i said it right um, from stregham to rebecca farm and when i pulled it up it was in kilometers which makes sense because that's what the rest of the world uses but in america we use miles. And so you traveled, I don't know if you've done this, just if you hadn't even gone home, if you'd gone direct, 4,987 miles between those two locations. That's huge. That's like almost the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty far. I hadn't done the math, but that's pretty impressive. It was, it covered like eight time zones. I think I did do that math. It was a little bit more straight. Have you gotten over the jet lag yet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Couple, couple good naps. I think uh, I was lucky. I had Natalia Knowles who who works for me. She was over um, in the Netherlands when we got there, so traveled in, rode the horse, and I went to sleep really early that first night and slept in a little bit, and then I was good to go. So, um, like I said before, it takes a lot of a lot of help from other people, but yeah, I got over the jet lag pretty quick. Right. Um, that's that's good. That's good. Um, I would still be struggling to be honest. So. You still are struggling. I am struggling. That's why I haven't even shaved and I need a haircut. So I know yeah, I was going to say something about that. Were you out late last night at the Grand Prix or what? <laughs> I was at the Grand Prix late last night. And then, yeah, also I'm just a slob, to be honest. Oh, so and Andrew, so we were at the Grand Prix and our other guest that comes on after you is Grace Taylor, who is in England and Ann Taylor's daughter and, oh, and nice. Ben and Neil. Do you know Ben and Neil Taylor? I don't. Um, so it's a whole group of family that we've known, but I saw them last night 
um, John, and not to segue off of Andrew, but Paige was there, her um, Grace's aunt. And I said to, to Paige, you know, Grace is expecting you at Burley. And she looked at me, she goes, she is? I was like, yeah. And then Ann goes, yeah, you should be going to Burley. She goes, well, when is it? She goes, next, in the next couple of weeks, it's Labor Day. Right, right. It's real soon. So Paige is going to go. So Paige, if you're watching, you got to go now. Yeah. Well, good luck. All right. So Andrew, you show up in Montana. Um, obviously, you had a great time in Poland, had a little blip, but had a, had a in general, a good weekend. Um, big trip out there. You show up to Montana. How many? How much time did you have from when you got home and then headed to Montana to get that horse prepped yourself? I know you said you have this great team, but surely you wanted to sit on it a bit. Yeah, good question. So I got home Sunday night from uh, from Poland and from actually Aachen. We were really lucky as a team. We were able to go to Aachen for for the week, and that was something that I've always wanted to do. I'd, I'd prefer to ride, but going there to watch um, for the first time was amazing. So got home Sunday night, uh, rode the horse and we actually, she needed, I wanted to have a run on her because she hadn't done anything since the four long at uh, Tryon, which she was really good. She finished fifth, um, finished on her dressage score. So I took her down to Chat Hills that following weekend. And then, um, had a, a couple days until we Friday, I believe she started to travel up to uh, the Strini's farm, um, plane dealing farm up in Charlottesville, Virginia, and then they headed out west and it took just under two days and they went straight in an 18 wheeler air ride equipped, which was really nice. Um, and they arrived. I think it was Monday morning. Um, wow. And then I got in on Tuesday. Um, and had a hack around and, and started up from there. So yeah, big, long trip. I mean, it was 2,500 miles from, from us, um, one way. And so it's a long trip, but that's something that I wanted to do with her. I think it's important for the horses to, to learn how to travel those long distances in her career. I've done everything on the East coast. She hasn't really traveled that far. She's never been up to Bromont. Um, I think. I think Millbrook would have been the furthest that she she had gone. And so I felt that it was important in her progression after having done a long four to to know how to do that. But fortunately, she doesn't really let anything bother her. And um, she traveled really well all there and all the way back. She looked great. That's great. So that opens the door then to while we have the Pan Ams going on and, you know, you can't put any eggs in any basket. Right. But you got to plan out your fall. What is your plan for the fall for these two? So the, uh, the mayor that we're speaking about, I, I would love to take her to, um, and that's Wakita. Yeah. Wakita. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to take her to Morvin is the plan and do the four along there. I think the course is incredible. Derek designs a really good course. Um, like I said, that will be her second long four. She was really quick and clear around try on. And so that would be my plan with her. She doesn't find the dressage to be as easy for her. She's built a little bit downhill and, um, but she's gotten a letting me in a little bit more, letting me move her more laterally. So hoping for just a good, happy test and a quick clear. Um, and she's jumped a couple clear rounds on the third day. She does definitely jump better after cross country and after cross country, when I allow her to go fast, um, or quick, um, she's one that I can cut the turns and, and do things like that. She's pretty, she, she loves handy. that. Pretty handy. handy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's my goal with her is to go to Morvin. 
Um, and then the Ferris Cello Horse has done a couple seasons at advance now. He's really talented. He's he's capable, um, good galloper. I'd love to take him to uh, Maryland this year, actually. Um, as long as the fall goes all right, then if not, then he'll do the four long as well. I like having a plan A and a plan B. Yeah, we all have to have those, don't we? Well, that sounds like a great plan. So that's exciting. Um, John, do you, do you um, capitalize on the Rebecca Farm? It was terrific. I mean, I know you on going back to Rebecca Farm, you were one of only double clears cross country, weren't you? That's a good question. I don't know what the... That's I don't think there was two. two. Yes. Yeah. 1.2 yeah. time penalties. Yeah. And that's the thing with this mare. She's um, like I said, she's quick. Um, she, but I can, I can cut the turn. So I didn't feel that I was actually going that, that fast. Um, the ground was good. They worked on it. Um, it's probably one of the better places in the country at the time. Um, and the course is really good. Ian Stark course, a nice gallopy. Um, so I pick and choose where I let her carry on a little bit. And I felt like that was a good one. Um, and again, just to test to see how she can travel and, and perform, go quick. And I know that she does jump better on the <laughs> third day if I let her go fast. Um, so figured that so was I got a question, I, but it was Ann Stark. Was it Ann Stark? Yeah. Rebecca Farm? Yeah. So I heard an interview, Andrew. Have you heard the interview with him about you? Oh, no, I don't think I, I heard it while I was show jumping. I had a big leap off of. <laughs> yes, I, okay. he was talking about you yeah, during show jump that you were coming around to that waterfall <laughs> jump and he saw you like come around the turn. He's like, wow, Andrew's really going for this. And you were like in the air forever, I guess. So he, he made a comment that she was quick and handy. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I definitely there was one more stride in there. It wasn't on takeoff. There wasn't one more stride, but maybe within the last eight strides. But she's funny, like you want to you she wants to do her own thing. And so I sat up and it, you probably couldn't see it on the video, but I sat up and kind of half halted and she just set her jaw. And I thought this isn't the time to pull on her. Um, so I just let it happen. Just let it happen. And, and I've learned over the years of having her because I was able to start her. Um, I know when to ask and when not to ask. And that, that was sounds like, let her go. sounds like relationship advice right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very similar. Um, I'm sort of curious. And one of the things I wanted to make sure we got some time for is, you know, like we were talking about those, those two events are so far apart from each other. Um, but they're same level. How did those cross country courses compare? So as we talked about, Stragum is, is one kind of field that they go back and forth there. The start and finish is in a different spot, but mainly you just, you do three trips down, back, down, back. Um, and so that would be a lot different than Rebecca farm, as you know, John, having been there where it's a bit bigger, a little bit more terrain, which would suit this mare pretty well. Um, and the fairy's cello horse that I had at Stragum, he would struggle with that kind of twisting back on himself quite a bit. And so that would be a little harder. He's a, a very tall, like 17, 172 wow. big gallop. Um, and so I think just by the end, he felt like, where are we going? Um, which would suit some other horses a little bit better, but it's something that um, he needs to get used to. And I need to be able to get used to him riding in those type of courses. So they would be, they would be pretty different. Um, both technical. We know Ian's can be nice and big and bold. Um, we had the jump that we were talking about, Rick, with the, the big leap. Waterfall. There was a waterfall underneath, which was really mm -hmm. fun. And they moved um, 
which wouldn't bother my mare, but they moved the time from noon until nine o'clock in the morning. So the sun was coming up behind it and shining just through. And so I wondered what horses, there were a couple horses that had a problem. And I think it was, you know, maybe the riders cared or maybe the horses saw the light going through the, the water, but um, they would be pretty different courses. Um, but you got to get used to riding all different kinds nowadays, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think to your point, Andrew, I think the ones that did have trouble there actually probably took a tug and you didn't because the tug gave the horse enough time to kind of look down. Because typically when you're coming to a jump like that, they're not looking down, they're looking up over the top. So I think the ones that did, when I was watching, that did have trouble were the ones that kind of were able to look down and, and get kind of startled. So Yeah, I think another aspect of that too there were three kind of pulls up the hill and that was the third one. After you jump that, you go down and it was fairly flat the rest of the way, little undulations here and there. But I think a horse that wasn't fit as well as they cantered up the hill, it actually goes slightly downhill to that fence. And so if your horse wasn't fit, they got up to the top and they kind of lowered and then thought, oh, this is a lot of work, um, which so far she, she's not, she'd be about 45% blood, but she, I've never felt her get tired. Um, that's, that's a good thing. Wow. That's she great. Gets, she goes and goes, like I said, she is built downhill a little bit. And I figured, yeah, if I took a tug and she lowered, then we'd be looking down into the waterfall a little bit, but uh, she, she wouldn't have cared either way. So what you're saying is go fast and take chances. No, I think Lucinda Green <laughs> oh, would every be single time. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and Lucinda Green would be very, very proud of you that you didn't take a tug and you just let it happen. So. <laughs> well, my mare was happy too. So yeah, there was the ladies, the ladies like it. Yeah. I, I would have maybe added a stride, but um, I know that she's going to last men running. You know, women are way tougher and way braver <laughs> for sure. Um, all right. Well, listen, Andrew, we really appreciate you coming on. I know you were at an event today, so thanks for making the time for us. Um, Best of luck the rest of the season. I think you're wrong. I think you've got a real shot at the Pan Ams, um, whether you like it or not. And um, I'm excited for you. Wherever you end up, I'll be cheering you on and giving you a hard time. Um, so thanks so much for coming on. Awesome. Oh, and we got to tell you this, Andrew, whenever you appear on this John and Rick show, typically the next event, you're like in the top three. So there you go. Oh, well, there you go. That, Hey, that's pretty good. I'll come on all the time then. Yeah. I hope, I hope your next event is not a schooling show. <laughs> that's right. Don't waste it. Exactly. <laughs> Don't waste exactly. it on that. Exactly. Um, seriously, thank you. And uh, for everybody else, hang tight. Cause as Rick was mentioning earlier, we are going to be right back after checking in with some of our sponsors with uh, Grace Taylor, the American from the UK. She's uh, going to fill us in on what she's been doing, where she's going. And uh, it's a great interview. So you guys want to hang out wait for that. Jump for joy fences are easy to move, lightweight, durable, and low maintenance. So we're out here on the cross country. We just finished over in the show jumping over the jump for joy fences. Had a great time schooling over them. They're really nice and easy to move, so we were able to adjust some things and really have the exact school that we needed thanks to the Jump for Joy fences. I love them. Order yours at jumpforjoyusa.com. Since 1950, Maison Forestier has been offering its know-how to design custom-made saddles for passionate riders. In 2016, Maison Forestier took a turn and expanded into the sports world with the goal of improving the performance of the rider-horse pair. You will find a professional, reactive, and fun team to answer your needs. And this is why I have chosen Forestier for all of my saddlery needs. 
Feel free to contact the saddle expert in your area for more information by visiting www.4ca.com. Hey, it's John here. I just want to let you guys know I got back from schooling at Magnolia Sands Farm here in Ocala, Florida. Their cross-country field is perfectly suited for a first outing on a young horse or schooling your upper-level horse. Magnolia Sands offers over 110 jumps ranging from starter to intermediate, plus multiple banks, ditches, and waters. They're constantly updating their courses and have even added new ditches and a starter ditch wall. Conveniently located in Northeast Ocala, Magnolia Sands has made it easy for riders and trainers with online waivers, Venmo, and PayPal, and even offer a golf cart for guests. MagnoliaSandsFarm.com Welcome back to the John and Rick show brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. And we're really excited because through the wonders of the internet and Zoom, we are joined from England, I'm assuming from Aston the Walls, with Grace Taylor. So um, Grace is no stranger to a lot of us in the eventing world and particularly, I hate to say this because we know your mom and dad, um, Ann and Nigel Taylor, who were great competitors and eventers in their own right, um, both of them pretty exceptional and started Aston the Walls over there, if I'm correct, which is a pretty amazing um, eventing facility. And I personally have been there so many times, Grace, looking at horses and using your that amazing facility to school. And then I always enjoy watching the horse trials. Um, But with that said, you have developed a pretty amazing business and string of horses. And actually, I believe have one that is aimed for Burley, a uh, gelding named Game Changer. So I think before we get into that, um, and again, thank you for coming on. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing right now with the business side of things and sort of your your career? Um, so I've been based back at Aston Lee Walls since the beginning of 2017. And I started buying and selling cheaper horses and thoroughbreds off the track and kind of developed it from there um buying and selling I run livery as well um sorry um <laughs> you're doing great no yeah, yeah. so it keeps sales. you busy there yeah yeah the pony club's here at the minute <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> tough you're trying to focus on this and watching the pony I know club they're walking by the yard they're, they're just so cute and I can see them out the window <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I do liveries as well. I've got a few people who just keep their horses with me for a little bit of fun. I keep them ticking over and they ride them as and when they want to. Um, I've got a couple nice young horses that I'm trying to get other people involved with. Um, and yeah, a bit of buying and selling. The selling has been pretty quiet for me. Recently. So yeah. the thing that I think is really cool is you've got that amazing facility there. You've got your parents who obviously know the business and um, for all intents and purposes, it's not like it's been just handed you on a silver platter platter. You've you're working, you're running a proper business, like 15 to 22 oh, yeah, horses. I think a, you said. Yeah. Um, between 15 and 22 at any given time. Yep. If somebody wants to send me one, I take it. Um, you know, you got to pay the bills. Um and the bills are mounting. It's very expensive now to try and event, to have a horse going at four-star level, trying to get to five-star level, even just running that one horse is very expensive. And I, I'm running him, he's mine. Um, and yeah, I'm running him off my own back and he is he's easy to keep and everything. You know, he's not difficult that way, but it is not cheap. Um, 
hey, where did you get, where, where did Game Changer come from? He originally came from the Monarch sale in Ireland. I did not buy him out of that sale. Um, Annie Kirkham bought him from, from the, from, through the sale. Yep. Um, and she produced him until he was five um, and did his first novice with him in April of his five-year-old year and did a beautiful job. And then he came, Annie came with him to Astonley Walls for some lessons with my dad. And my dad saw him and told me I needed to go drive a couple hours to where he was to go try him the next day. And that's what wow. I did. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Grace, just so everybody knows, I've, I've known your mother for a very, very long time. And obviously, we know your twin brothers that are over here uh, in Ocala. Um, growing up with twin brothers and your parents, was it always like, horses 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 because i know the boys are doing the jumpers over here um and i know they invented when they were over there but they've switched to the jumpers what was it like growing up with all of them well i mean <laughs> i don't have anything to compare it i don't have another experience to compare it to. right it's never boring <laughs> i bet um, not. <laughs> Ben and Neil, it wouldn't be boring. Be boring. Um, they, I, uh, to be fair, I tried to stay out of their way most <laughs> of the time, but they, they didn't really actually start riding that until I left to go. I, I, I left for a couple of years and went and worked <laughs> for different riders. And I think when I left, it kind of made space for them to maybe pick up some riding. Um, and I also think they left school and wandered what they wanted to do and they started riding um and they're I, I do think it shows how naturally talented they are that they've managed to catch up so quickly yeah, um, yeah I, I mean we get to watch um obviously the I, your mother just did the meter 30 the other day at WEC and um I do see your brothers out there jumping around yeah. and they're doing great they have a handful of great horses and I know your mom had the famous Tarzan horse that she went to Seoul on, and she has another one that's named yeah. Tarzan over here too. It's pretty cool. I was with her when she bought that. Actually, we went. Really? Yeah, we went to Jake Saywell's, Andrew Saywell and Jake, who jump a lot. I was looking for, you know, more horses to produce and sell, and I went to look at the two and three year olds they had. And I bought two and she bought that one. Um, I could not convince her not to buy it. She said it looks just <laughs> like Tarzan and she named him Tarzan. Um, Did it all. Yep, exactly. Um, and one of the horses that I bought from there actually is now in Ocala, Florida with Katie Rupel. Oh, wow. We know Katie really well. Which yeah. one's that? Lorenzo. Is it a chestnut? No, he's just big, big bay, just bay and he's six there's seven now and okay. I, she seems to really like him she's getting good results at the two-star novice level which is very good once. well that's uh, good yeah well super so the plans and getting ready for burley what's going to happen there john what do you you know preparations for a five-star this is going to be your first five-star mm -hmm. yeah and you you chose Burley. So is there a reason that Burley was your choice? Um, the horse is a really good galloper and he jumped around Bramham 
he jumped around Bramham so well. I just kind of finished the cross country at Bramham and thought, well, actually, let's let's do Burley. Um, yep. You know, he looks like a Burley horse in type. He's three quarters thoroughbred, and I've always wanted to go. So well, there you go. Just down the road, it's not too far from me. Um, and so you did Bramham. What had you done? in the previous year, like how many four longs is that horse done now? Um, he's attempted three. He did Bramham last year and um, I, I fell off him in the last water. Um, right. Annoyingly, he jumped in great, um, just too well and stumbled. And then when he got back up, I fell off. Oh no. <laughs> Quite annoying. Um, but we didn't do that this year and he jumped in really well. I think it showed how good he was true true event horse that he jumped straight back in absolutely fine so um yeah i i just yeah I'll so so two successful four longs um basically what so that makes what like a season and a half at the four star level is that right yeah he well he did his first four short when he was eight okay so he's been there for a while then because he's 11 yeah. this year yeah he's done a lot of he's, he's done a good few shorts and um, so has it been challenging? I know the weather's not been super cooperative over there as much rain as you guys have been getting. Has it been challenging to get the runs in that you feel you need or are you all set? I got pretty lucky and most of what I've entered all year has run. And for my good one, for four game changer, I don't think he's lost a show um, this year. I know a lot of people have, but um, he did not. He has run. He has had to gallop through the mud. Um, at Chapsworth and at Thorsby, um, but he's a very good cross country horse, and tough, tough going cross country and tough cross country tracks suit him. So, yeah, okay, Grace, let's do this. We're going to take a break, we're going to just check in with a few of our sponsors, and we are going to be right back and keep chatting if you can stick around. Yeah, sure, unless the pony club calls you away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. For a horse owner on the road, your trailer is essential. No one enjoys being stuck on the road. At Horse Trailer Pros, we repair, renovate, and maintain all makes and models of horse trailers. We work directly with your insurance company or manufacturer for warranty repairs and insurance claims. Our state-of-the-art facility provides quick turnaround and friendly customer service. Considering a living quarter conversion, we do those too. Find comfort on the road with Horse Trailer Pros. Call or text 352-804-2131. Horsetrailerpros.com. Since 1950, Maison Forestier has been offering its know-how to design custom-made saddles for passionate riders. In 2016, Maison Forestier took a turn and expanded into the sports world with the goal of improving the performance of the rider-horse pair. You will find a professional, reactive, and fun team to answer your needs. And this is why I have chosen Forestier for all of my saddlery needs. Feel free to contact the saddle expert in your area for more information by visiting www.forestier.com. Grant Showalter has over 15 years of equine bodywork and saddle fitting experience. His technique allows him to identify and alleviate tightness in muscles. He uses trigger point massage to release points of restriction. 
Grant has over a decade of experience fitting and adjusting a wide variety of saddles. His expertise in equine physiology coupled with a thorough understanding of the importance of a properly fitted saddle allows him to quickly identify and correct any balance issues. Grant can also adjust your saddle on site. Grant works on all of my competition horses, and I have noticed a significant improvement in their performance at competitions and their overall way of going. Grant's based in Ocala, Florida year-round, but regularly travels to the surrounding areas. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 484-639-4454. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are still here with Grace Taylor um, and having a great interview about going to Burley in uh, this fall. So how far into prep are we? were talking about it earlier. You said he's a great cross-country horse. You've been you've been through the mud with the, all the rain that's been there. Um, what will your final preparations be? Are you are you running anywhere before you go to Burley? Uh, he ran at Bergham in the four star last weekend. Um, yeah, last weekend, and he was sick there. Um, so he that's his last run. I want him to. He he's quite laid back, so I'd quite like him to go to Burley, almost a little bit fresh, um, in that respect. And but it's more just. Um, making sure I get the gallop work into him, make sure he's getting the fitting and conditioning work really up until his trot up. So has family um, indicated that they're all going to be over there for your big five-star debut? I think so. I think my brothers are flying over. My mum's flying over. Um, It's going to be really good fun. I think a lot of um, family and friends are coming which is just great. Um, it means a lot to a lot of people to have a horse run at this level. Like my farrier is going to try and come with his girlfriend and their newborn baby on cross country day. That's awesome. Um, like they're good for, you know, they're good friends. The physio who, who keeps the horse in good condition, she, you know, she'll be there. Um, How about your aunt? Is your aunt going to come over from the States? I don't know, actually. I haven't heard from her. Um, it'd be great to see her, um, but they're also probably conscious if they don't quite want to make the trip. I'll probably be flying over to visit just a little bit before Christmas. So. Oh, awesome. So we'll get to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> so great. you, um, obviously, you have dual citizenship, I think. Is that correct? Yeah. Right. Now, do you compete for the UK or do you compete as an American? I compete as an American. Nice. Good work. That is great. Look at that. Yeah. We should have brought that up at the very beginning. Yeah, that's right. Go <laughs> team America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously you've got this just wealth of knowledge in your family, but I guess my sort of curiosity here is now on dressage day, who, if anyone, is going to be in the warm up with you, sort of keeping an eye on you, helping you get that horse prepped to put in the best test you can? Um, I have quite a lot of help from Judy Bradwell. Um, I think she's going to try and come to Burley. Um, if not, my father, my mother, it's very useful just to have them to tell me what the frame looks like. Um, less is more normally on what like right before you go into a test anyway with with them in terms of training you've done what you've done it's just you know the odd comment here and there that can really help that you wouldn't want to be going too crazy trying to change too much anyway um i think um hillary westrop needs a special mention as well because she 
has taught me for years um and she's she she would be the person who's instilled the basics into me and um yeah has an unbelievable amount of knowledge on all areas of horsemanship that's awesome then what about when you're out walking that cross country will you have any specific any one specific with you to help you sort of figure out the best lines for that horse yeah i'll walk it with my parents um and to be honest sometimes the best thing is just to find another rider who you respect and trust and just talk through the track with them um but i have found generally the own rider's gut feeling and the line they first see when they walk the track is normally the one they should take is there is there any one rider specific that you know, know is going to burley that you might want to walk the course with i don't know if they're going to burley um but i find piggy french incredibly helpful matt yeah. heath, anybody who i know who i just know rides a good cross-country round matt heath um Andrew Nicholson's always incredibly helpful and anybody who's there who I like the way they ride cross country I, I would I would ask go, that go do that walkabout so let's let's um burn through Burley you did terrific you got a great result uh moving into uh next year would you ever plan on coming to Kentucky I've thought about it um I think I just will get to the end of this season and see where we're at. Though. See where you are. Yeah, I've thought about it. There is also badminton. Um, Which actually, in hindsight, Grace, badminton is probably the best one to go to if you are buying for Paris because you'd already still be over there and still flying to the States and then back back over. So yeah, well, that that's might be. Yeah, the flight takes a lot out of them, doesn't it? Regardless. Sure what kind of horse you've got it there, there's always that risk and um yeah I mean it would be the, the U.S. team is so strong I you can always put the application in though exactly exactly and he's a very reliable solid competitor so have you um have let's talk about the U.S. have you put any applications in for any of the Nations Cup have have you done a U.S. Nations Cup yet yeah I did um I did Chatsworth. Um, Who was on the team with you there? Catherine Coleman and Hallie Kuhn. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a very wet one. It was very muddy and rainy. And I think the girls were planning to go to the Moulin. Right. So it, you know, it wasn't yeah, I remember this now. I have to say, um, which possibly is a bit controversial, I felt terrible for you because as I recall, you were like, the warrior who got it done and then the other girls for their own reasons didn't um oh didn't well run. <laughs> they were um you know they had bigger fish to fry i think and i, I was just happy to get, be on a nation's cup team you know i i wasn't um there was no pressure from me at all to um <laughs> for them well, that's because you're a good teammate but i felt for you because i was like <laughs> gosh you get that shot you get to go and then your teammates don't really run it's a little bit I personally would find it a bit frustrating. So good for you for not being frustrated. It's one of, it's one of those where, um, you know, if, if I, if I felt that way with my horse, I, I would definitely put my foot down and do whatever my was best for my horse. But yeah, 
generally if I start a competition I want to finish it it would have to be pretty un- it would have to be under my horse would have had to have probably floated away right. um, <laughs> well and you can kind of see that like with when I'm that's kind of what I was trying to get at but with your um sort of your situation going into Burley and the people that you wanted to help uh, are, are going to have helping you you very much take what I would consider sort of the European or UK mindset of I've done all this work. I'm here. I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. And not that one side or the other is correct, but in America, it's more like, okay, if I'm going to a big five-star myself included, this is going to be my dressage person. This is going to be my cross country person. This is going to be my show jumping person. And it's all laid out for me ahead of time. And it seems like over there, it's more like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go do it. It's um, just a different, a different mentality. Yeah. I mean, as far as I just do want to say with Chatsworth, as far as like the girls were five, you know, aiming for a five star. So they had to do what they thought was best in terms of what you've just said. Yeah. Um, I think maybe there seems to be a little bit more of a get, you know, people just want to get on with it and um, we're all quite busy. So we just find someone who we kind of trust and if they can help us or set us a fence on the third day, that's great. Yeah, my my friend just came and helped me at Bramham. Um, who did? It? Yeah, so a friend just watched my dress dressage before I went in and told me what frame I was in. Cross country, I had a great group. Like, I had a great friend, you know, just send me off cross country and help me wash down. The vet was there because the horse is welfare. The vet and the physio were there for the horse because that is incredibly important to me to make sure that the horse is well and feeling as good as he can. Um, and then for the show jumping again, I didn't have a trainer. Um, my dad was busy. He was running a horse trials at Aston. Um, you know, I just um, had a, 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 a Gubby Leach, a good friend of mine. I talked through the show jumping track with him about how you wanted to ride it. And then my friend set me a fence and the horse went in and jumped his round. Um, See, that's, I, I think that's great. That's <laughs> it's, fantastic. It's just, so I think, I think what John's trying to allude to is the U S it's called fifth wheel training. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, it's all structured at, at the horse show, but it, to your mentality, I mean, you've prepped, you're ready to go. You know, there's not much more you can change when you're there, right? You got what you got and you're going to go do it. Oh yeah. Like I, you, you've done the work at home. Yeah, and I guess all I'm trying to say is I just think it's it's very interesting to me. It's rider psychology, right? Like you're quite right. At that moment, whether you have every single person there that's helped you through your entire career and you want them there, or you have your friends setting a jump, it's about making sure that you're in the right headspace for you to get ready to go in and compete. So I just think it's I just find it very interesting how t- different riders are preparing themselves to go into a competition. Um there's yeah. so many ways to do it and you got to do what's right for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm just going to go in and do my best. I work too hard and do too, put too much into it to, um, to under prepare or anything, but there is such a thing as over preparing. Um, yep, there is. So when is, what, what's the date for Burley? Uh, the cross country day is the 2nd of September. Yeah. So that Labor Day weekend. For yeah. us, it's Labor Day weekend. Okay. Um, for her so, too, she's American, Rick. That's right. Well, I was <laughs> I do, talking. I that. You guys. <laughs> There's no Labor Day over there in the UK. Yeah. No. Um, so that's great. So you're you're into the final. I'm gonna 
probably see your mom this weekend. Um, so I'll uh, send her a bunch of good luck with her when she comes over for you. So we're excited for you to do Burley. We'll keep a good eye on you. Oh, and let me tell you this. What's the omen here for being on the show, John? Yeah, so we have great news for you, Grace. Um, I can't put like an exact number on it, but the number of people- But it's pretty high. It's it's very high. high. The number of people who come on this show and then go to their next major event do exceptionally well. So I'm not going to guarantee it, (laughs) but I guarantee it. You're going to have a great movie. (laughs) Thank you. So just- just so you know, we had Alyssa Phillips on before she went up to Rebecca Farm and she had she dropped she had broke her leg and, and yeah. was coming back. So she did the three star and the two star. She won both of them. Wow. Okay. That's just there you go. that's just Thank one example of I think Tammy <laughs> Smith we've had on there. She goes on to do all the stuff that she does. I mean, you know. So, so, we're so we say this not as putting pressure on, but as taking pressure off, Grace. Oh. It's good luck. You're gonna good be luck. awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We truly appreciate it. Get back out there and go get those pony clubbers under control, okay? <laughs> I think they've got they've got me under control. <laughs> All right, perfect. Listen, nice thanks so you. much for coming on the show. We truly appreciate it. And best of luck at Burley. We'll all be cheering you on. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 We have an awesome show for you guys today. The greatest defender of all time. Good news for the sport.